Hi, welcome to the Refuge House broadcast. We are so glad that you decided to join us today. Here at the Refuge House, we help people discover their God-given uniqueness through the teaching of God's word so that they can be empowered to make a difference and impact the world for Christ. So here's what you need to do. We need you to grab your Bible, your notebook, your pens, and then get ready for a powerful message and see what God is going to do. I believe there are people in your life that probably need this message. So go ahead and share this to them and invite them to be a part of what God is doing today. Thank you and enjoy this week's message. God to identify them and possibly dismantle them in our life today. Amen. So that's what we want to look at. And I want us to give ourselves a time to reflect on this. Because um, practically, from my point of view, there is no need coming to church to hear the word of God without putting them to work. It's a self-deception. You should have been in any, any place by now. You should have been doing something else that would better of your life. But creating this time and giving that opportunity to hear the word of God, we need to put them to work. Identifying and dismantling satanic wires. Pastor told us uh, um, our main scripture for today will be coming from the book of Ephesians chapter 6 verse 11 to verse 12. I believe that will be on the screen. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11 to verse 12. I want us to read that scripture before we continue. Ephesians chapter 6. The book of Ephesians chapter number 6. Verse 11 till verse 12. I read. Put on the whole armor of God that he may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of, dark, of the darkness of this world, this very world, and against spiritual wickedness in where? I like the word we are doing, this thing happen in this world, so it's not a dream. That means it's happening. This fight is going on. And Pastor told us that a lot, of, a lot of us has lost the fight because we look at the wrong thing. What we, what we assume to be the weapon of the devil, it is not. And he told us that the while he's talking about is in the mind. I, I think we remember, he said, this wrestling because of what Jesus Christ has done to the devil, it has shifted from our physical weapons to our mind. And he said a lot of us have been losing the battle right in the mind. And that's what I want us to talk about today. In the areas of our health, 
the healing power of God and the miracles power of God. I want us to identify these satanic wiles in three levels. And I will do that as I'm reading my notes. From my notes, the definition for wiles, wiles are tricks or manipulations designed to deceive someone. I will take it again. Wiles are tricks or manipulations, or you may call it tactics, that are solely designed to deceive someone. Tricks or manipulations. That means you are not aware. What you think is the weapon may not be the weapon. So, we fight the wrong thing while the devil is being doing, busy doing what he's doing in our lives. And I want to do, I want to share that with us in the area of receiving the healing power of God and the promise of God's healing in our lives. I'll quickly jump my notes and, and get to the last part. Pastor said, um, the truth of God's word for you and me is that we are not sick. That's what he said. That is a lie for us to claim that we are sick. It's a lie for doctors to declare us sick. It's a lie for our society to declare us sick. It's a lie for our mind to declare us sick. That's what he said. According to the word of God, pastor said it is a lie. For you to believe that you are sick the day you found Christ. And that's what we want to deal with. Wiles are tricks or manipulation. Tricks or manipulation design. That means if it is about, if it is design, that means design, if you know what designs are, designs are not done immediately. These things that are, you take a lot of times to do it, you put some things together. You put other things together to produce a particular thing. That means while most of us are busy going around doing some things, there are a set of people who are designing or set of spirits who are designing things against us. That's what it means. Wiles are manipulations or tactics designed to deceive. Designed to deceive. Another definition is, wiles of the devil are those clever schemes by Satan to ensnare us through temptation, through threat, or intimidation. The devil will not, will not win you until he successfully intimidated you to believe what you are not. Sickness, the physical sickness you feel in your physical body was not the real sickness. It was an intimidation. The pain you feel, I'm saying this to correct some of the things, how these wiles are played out. Like Pastor said, the battle are either won in our mind or lost or you lose it in your mind. And a lot of times he said, you just woke up and found out that your child is running temperature. 
it is, uh, the body is a bit hot. It is the uh, father or the mother will say, are you sure this is not malaria? So, you just, it should be malaria. And he now said, are you sure you now go ahead to, you know, go to bigger kind of sickness? Are you sure this thing will not lead to stroke? The way your hand is shaking is like it will soon paralyze too. But it was just a temperature. These are wires. So you use your mouth. We use our mouth. And today God wants us to identify them. Please. You have to. And I will say that, and I will say it again. If you have never experienced it, the healing power of God is real. Very real. Very real and very practical. You can stay healthy as long as you want. Yes. My note has a lot. I may not be able to cover all of them. The devil also played this while with Jesus Christ. How many of us remember the temptation that the devil came to Jesus to talk to him about when he was fasting? Let me read the note so that at least I will stay in line. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 11 wants us to put on the whole armor of God that he may be able to stand against these tricks this manipulation, this intimidation of the devil. Put on the whole armor. Now, I have an issue with that. You know, you know about the Bible. We have Old and we have New Testament. How can I put the whole thing? How can I have all of them? Because that's what the Bible says. The whole, because the armor of God is the word of God. How can I armor myself with the word of God to be able to stand against, if you look at that scripture, it's in plural, wiles of the devil, different tricks and manipulations of the devil. How will I be able? Because the Bible says if you don't have the whole of the word of God, the devil will have some advantage in your life. How can I? In our growing up days, in the olden days church, um, I remember when uh, we asked some pastors to come and pray for a sick person or a possessed or whoever that is being afflicted. The man will come and will pray and he will carry the Bible and begin to cut. And cut it. Say, I cut you with the armor of God. I cut you with the armor. I, you know, it was interesting until now I know. It was, I, I cut it. I cut it in heaven. I cut it in the sea. I cut it, the whole armor. And they put it on the head. Sometimes they say the man would instruct whoever that is praying for, put it under your pillow and you sleep. When the devil comes and sees the word of God, he will run away. I believe that was very easy. That would have been very easy. <laughs> that should be very simple to put the whole of this armor and you put it on. But I was, I, I, the devil played trick on me. See, seeing these same people who have the word of God on their pillow being pressed, on top of the, the wish to come and you know, push them together with the Bible. And I have a lot of questions of my faith. 
Say, God. So I thought you said you are powerful. Somebody came and pressed somebody together with the word and you are there. These are all wives. We are, we are deceived. So even the devil has his way to go through some of our pastors to deceive us. And we choose, choose the, the, as important as the armor of God is, we took the wrong one and left the real one. That's why some of us who are still here, who are going through, who are the product of that experience, they find it difficult to eat the word till today. That's why our attention span when we come to service is, is breaking sometimes. We can't keep it all through. Because we knew before this time that it, it have to cut. That's why you can afford to come to church and be distracted. I'll tell you the truth. I'm, I'm speaking this by, by, the, by the truth of God's word. Nobody can be distracted when he is all doing what is important to him or her. I don't care the no I don't care about the noise. It's because we fed and we the devil intimidated, manipulated, and gave us the wrong idea of the armor. And now when we as you're going down, you'll understand this, please. That you are not that powerful. You are not that very powerful for the devil to stay away from you. If he, he could do that to Jesus. From my notes, something shocked me when I, I was listening to it. Let me just read it out. He said, when the devil came and he was challenging the integrity of the word of God in Jesus. You know what he said? He told Jesus. What did God say? Not that the devil does not know what God says, but you want to know what, do you know what God says? No, the devil knows. And the write-up said, the devil knew Jesus, that Jesus was there when he fell like lightning in heaven. He knew that Jesus was there. Now Jesus has left heaven and is on the earth. He still wants to come to know whether Jesus Christ still knows who he is. The book of, uh, is in the book of Luke chapter 4. If you want to go there, let me give you the scripture. Then you confirm it yourself. That even Jesus was tempted. He was tempted to know whether he knows who he was. So the word of God, the book of Luke chapter 4, verse 1. If you read through verse 13, it's a long read. I'm not going to bother yourself doing that. Luke chapter 4. Verse 1 to 13. This, but if you can put it up there, let us take some verses. Um, okay, verse 1. And Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost, being full of what? Jesus being full of? Is that not scary? Why did the devil still go there? Somebody that is full. Full, not half. Returned from Judah and was led by the Spirit into where? Please, I want to talk about that wilderness. That wilderness talk about a time a fool of the Holy Ghost believers is in trouble. Because you are full of the Holy Ghost, but you have crisis sometimes. Crisis of 
you know, situation happens to you. Verse 2, please go to verse 2. Being 40 days tempted of, and I also want to talk about that temptation. Why it is called temptation there, it was because it was addressed to Jesus. If it was me and you, it should have been either sickness or unemployment or whatever. But this was addressed to a man whose those things does not count. He was tempted. So any situation that comes to you, you being full of the armor of God is a temptation, it's not a reality. It was not sickness, it was temptation first. When you are full of the armor. And every temptation, the Bible has given us duration. Temptation will come and it will pass. Tempted of the devil and in those days he did eat nothing. That talk about hunger. This is where this thing matters. When you have no money, you have no food. This is where it matters. This is it. This is where the wild comes. Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost. How come? What the devil asks you. If you are full of the Holy Ghost, how can you be hungry? A man full. This is a questioning of your mind. How can you be full of the Holy Ghost and you have food to eat? Which Holy Ghost are you talking about? These are the... These are Done. <laughs> if you do not put in, you'll be naked. The devil will naked you. Yes, the devil will disgrace you publicly. You see a believer who come out to ask unbeliever for food. Because you are not armored. And when they were ended, he have to word hunger. Please go to the next verse. And the devil said unto him, this is, this is it. The question of identity. If thou be, please read it out. If thou, say it again. If thou, that's a question of identity. If thou, that's what your situations, anything you go through every day, that's what he's asking you for. If thou be a son of God will command. The last time you command, did you walk? You have commanded like 200 times. So the next time, you will not want to command again. All you need to do, the first thing that happened to you, call the doctor instead of calling Jesus. The wilds have successfully won your battle. This is where it is very, very serious and dangerous for every believer. If thou be the son of God, command this situation command this ugly situation to become bread. Please, we'll stop there so that we can move on to other things. If thou be the son of God. And Pastor told us vividly that being a son of God, a child of God is not about what you do. It's not based on your efforts. It's not based on your works. It's not based on your looks or where you come from. He likes using a choir boom, like you, even if you are not even from a choir boom. <laughs> that doesn't mean that that's where you're coming from. Then the question is, yes, they said you are from a choir boom, but do you know who you are? Anybody can say anything. 
But what this, the only person that is left to say something is you. Situation can speak anything. And we are in that time, in that wilderness moment. Well, the expectation for evil should not be undermined. And Pastor start, start, started teaching us something about um, when I meditated on it, about if you know who you are, it will reflect in the way you speak. And he starts saying, why should you say, I laugh until my... <laughs> yeah, he said that. Why should you, why must we all say, I laugh until my head... I don't like saying those things. And I also noticed that it comes out of my language and I, I want to say that. Why must it be, somebody asks you, how far? You say, there is no problem. Must it be problem? It is natural for me. There is no problem. What if it is good? I say it all the time. How must I add issues to it? So I am reinforcing this thing. I'm bringing temptation into my experience to become my experience. Why must it be there is no problem? He didn't ask you for a problem. He said, how are you? It is good. It's all right. I'm blessed. These are not natural language. You can only do that. If you do that with your mind, maybe you can do it for one week, but you'll stop until you put on the whole... I want to say another point. There are other reasons why the devil is using why on us is reason number three. The devil wants to twist the scripture. Like um, Mr. Ebenezer was saying in the morning, the word of God cannot be changed, but it can be twisted. It is not twisted generally. It is twisted individually. Individually. Twist individually. You can choose, and that's what it is. You can choose to be armored against this wire. Another of the wires of the devil used against Jesus was to quote scripture, but with a twist. Please, can you go to verse 10 of the same Luke? But with a twist, verse 10. Okay. This is where the twist comes. For it is written, he shall give his angel charge over thee to keep thee. Here is a twist. In an effort to persuade Jesus to act in the flesh rather than following the spirits. The devil was saying the same thing. Nothing wrong, but you just want to twist it. Now, he wants Jesus to begin to walk from his humanity, not from divinity. But Satan failed to complete the thought of the psalm. Please, I want you to go to the book of Psalm chapter 91. This is where that scripture comes from. Psalms chapter 91, verse 13. Please open to the book of Psalms. This scripture says, You will tread on the lion 
and scorpion or cobra, you will trample the great lion and the serpent. Those animals' references are metaphors. You know what metaphor is? For fierce and dangerous enemies. And the devil is likened to be a lion and a serpent according to, I have a lot of scriptures to prove that. So when the devil was twisting this scripture, he tried to let Jesus know that he is coming to deal with physical lion and physical serpents. No, it was a metaphor of the nature of the devil. So that's why Jesus did not respond. Didn't respond based on the temptation. He responded based on the spirit as a man who is well armored. If you are not well armored, like pastor said, you misinterpret what should have spiritual application to your physical application. And once you do that, you get it wrong. It happens to me, and I will say it. Why must it be, once something happens, I have a pain in my body, though sometimes when it happens, I have to consciously rebuke it. The next thing I, I remember is drugs. I didn't say there's anything wrong with drugs, but why should that be my first consciousness? Why should that, why should that be my first thoughts? That's a metaphor. The devil is not a lion. The devil is not a serpent. That's his character. So he came to Jesus and he said, um, if you are the son of God and do this and do that, and Jesus knew. The true meaning of the passage in Psalm 91 is that God will protect and empower his servant as they overcame the enemy, Satan. One of the wives of the devil is to leave out key parts of scripture in order to twist its meaning to fit his agenda. Amen. Please, I, want us, I just want us to follow me. I'm going to somewhere. Number four, identification of satanic words is to offer a tempting alternative to obeying the word of God. I repeat, Number four is that devil will offer you a tempting alternative to full obedience of the word of God. And I'm going to read a very interesting thing to you. Another scheme or wire of the devil used in temptation of Jesus was to suggest another path. Avoiding strict obedience to God's will. Cunningly, Satan knew better than to suggest that Jesus forget the whole salvation plan and go back to heaven. He knew. He knew that Jesus would never do that. But this is what he did alternatively. Instead, he offered an alternative in verse 5 to 7 of the book of Luke. The devil led him up to a high place or high mountain and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It has been given to me and I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will be all yours. 
this temptation was aimed at the humanity of the Son of Man. Jesus now knew that, Jesus now knew what it felt like to be in the flesh. He knew what, spike, what spikes would feel like in his hands and his feet. He knew what rejection and mockery would feel like when he was stripped naked and paraded before the crowds. Satan was offering him a compromise. What if Jesus could save the world without having to suffer crucifixion? Mm. Alternative. That's one of the, the definitions of the wires. We offer you alternative. You can still save everybody without going to the cross. You can save the world without going to the cross. What if you could take a shortcut and possesses all the world, world's kingdom now? One of the most sinister wiles of the devil involved is ability to offer a religiously trained, tainted compromise. He knows he can't come at mature believers with a frontal attack and conviction. So he slides in the back door posing as a friend with a reasonable alternative. Just pose as one of your besties. And tell you, uh, you know, we know God though. You know, I mean, you know our church. I know our Jew is a powerful man of God. We know this thing. There. Just pose there. Because you never knew whether she was possessed just to pull down your fire. You are causing a lot of trouble. So there could be an alternative. You see this thing you are saying, you know, you know, God, you know, there are different rules to the market. You can, <laughs> you understand. It happens to Joseph. Joseph only knew one way. Joseph knew only one way to the dream he had. The only way to get to what God showed me is me. So when Potiphar's wife came, he knew what to do. He knows that the throne that God promised him will not come through anybody. You can only come through me. So when the woman came, <laughs> what he did, he, he, he gathered himself and he chose to go to prison than to stay in that same house. Because he knows that God needs me to get me there. If the devil take me, when God comes, he won't find me again. You offer your alternative. Because that alternative, that, that Joseph's um, situation was very, you know, this is Potiphar's wife, a big man's wife. So, they, uh, they were like, um, Joseph, don't you see that this might be, you know, when you are connected to Madame, before you connected to God, before God, God talk to the, before you know you are there. Yes, you know Madame. You know, Madame can what, what do you think Madame tell Oga? Madame will protect your interest. And you know, you everything here, you would be driving the cars, you know. Joseph knew the, there are no too many roads to the market, it's me. And I don't want to close the door. So he chose the safest place for him. The most comfortable and beautiful place for him was in the prison. He knew. That's the only place I can hide. That's why if you know who you are, you will hide 
what you have. You hide it. Nobody trick you down. Because, the reason is because we have not discovered these wires. Is our mind is tainted. Like Pastor said, it is not in our weapons. It is not in Nigeria. It is not in Africa. It's not in the president. It's in you. It's not there. If you want to go to the throne from the Azorok, you may get to the wrong place. Azorok is not the right place to the highest place. The president of a country is not the right place to the higher place of a believer. The, the right way to the throne is to stay fully obedient to what God told you. How he's going to do it is not your problem. If you have to be put into the pit, he'll put you there. And I, I, I promise you, he'll come for you. If you have to be sold like a slave, if he allow you to go there, I promise you, he will come for you. If you have to go to prison, please listen to me. Just keep the road open so that he can come. And the devil wants to do everything to block it. Offer you alternative as friend. You know, even there are some fathers that can, sorry, 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 but I have to say it. Some parents that can be posed behind you. Yes, anybody can be used. Please, don't undirect anybody. I've seen a lot of destruction on children today. The best agent the devil could use was people around them. That was the best instrument so far. Because these are the people that can actually, you know, give you a picture of what wiles is all about. You least expected it from them. You least expected anything evil. This person who has scattered for you, trained you, pay your fees, so anything he tells you is very easy for you to do it. But uh, because he's a human being, he can be used. Sorry, I'm not there, but I heard it. Some parents give their, their female children to the kind of person they want. At the end of the day, that arrangement was very destructive. I've heard it. A lot. Because that's what your father wants. And the reason what your father wants happen in your life is because you yourself, you were not armored. You didn't have the word. Even if they allow you to choose for yourself, you won't get it. Because you don't have the armor of the word. Even if they allow you to make that decision, you can still make mistake. The solution is to be armored. Put on the whole armor. So that you may be able to stand against the war. Remember what the wise is, the tricks, the tactics, the manipulation, the intimidation. Society will intimidate you. Your friend will intimidate you. Your lecturers will do one. And your besties will pass you around. Before you know, they just, before you know, they, they escorted you to where you don't want to be. So there is no human intellect that, like pastor used to tell us, no, your brain will not. It is the armor. And that is what I'm I want to say that before we pray and close. How do we armor ourselves? That's the question you should ask me or ask the pastor if he comes back. How do I armor myself? But I have just one or two answers. One of the answers is, that's why you are here. That's why you are here. That's why you are spending like 
an hour or two here. Then the question is, when you spend two hours here, I want to ask back to you, are you armored? Are you armored? Or you were busy, you know, you know, all those things, you know. You understand? Like pastor used to say, how can you be listening to the message and you go out and answer it? It's not about he, He's not ready to be armored. Yeah, no, 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 no. He's been, he's under wires. He does not know the, you don't know your battle. You have been deceived. Whatever that takes you away. That's why you are here. You'll be here on Wednesday again. And you'll be here on Friday. And if you really know the military tactics to win a war, you don't, you don't uh, um, arrange your gun on the battle day. It's arranged before. Keep one place. So that if it happens, you can pick it up. Not that day. You now begin to, uh, is this bullet working? You now, before you know, you are shot. That's what we do in the day of sickness. We just open the Bible. Hey, the book of Genesis. Hey, the Bible says, Bye bye, That one don't work. You are not armored. You just go around the Bible. What did the pastor say? Okay, I don't even remember that scripture. You now go to your to your search button in your by my stripes. You search it, a press, pump, you open. You pray, by my stripes, you are here. Sickness, you are going. No, that's the why. You have been deceived. It won't work. And it can never work. For example, for students who are in school, the reason they take about three months to teach you and take about two days to write your exams is what you armored you for three months and exams is just one week. And if you play with your studies, uh-huh, you know. You know, you know about it. When they are teaching, you are doing from no worry, examination time is coming. And you wake up like, it happens to me when I was in the junior, this thing. One day, I couldn't do anything. Well, I have to do it. I put my leg inside water and I don't want to read. I slept on top of the water. You know? Yes, you should sleep there. And you wake up confused in the exam hall. This is real. One of the, one of the way you armored yourself is why you are here. These hours you're sitting. When pastor comes back, and you open, if you are a true army, any scripture you open, the way you rush the Bible. Don't write, I, I hate people writing. The arm, one of the definitions of this armor is you deceiving yourself. Writing notes without going through it, you are, you are, you are, you are that's it, that's just it. That's just it now. Do pastor need to tell you that? Oh, it's just that we don't know that you don't know, have an idea that examination time will come. That's why you are not, you are not, you are not, yes, you are not taking your note important. You are supposed to go back and study. And the wiles of the devil tells you now that you are in money, there will be no drying moment. So enjoy it. Now you are not sick. Now you are strong. But he never told you that we are in the wilderness. In wilderness, sickness and disease are normal. It's a normal life. It will come. Jesus Christ said, when temptation shall come, it will come. There will be a time for it. There will be a night for it. You're going to confront your boss. You will. Deb, you will. 
Like Pastor used to say, as far as nobody, everybody in the world are not born again, you meet devil. So you coming like I'm talking, you will not allow Usher to ask you to sit down. You sit down. You will. Like Pastor used to tell media, 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 media. <laughs> so you will be having camera one hand and your eyes. <laughs> you, are, you know, sir. I know you are. Yes, he used to say it. Media, uh, technical people. <laughs> you will know the day uh, that thing will come. Pressing key. You're not going to stop it. You need hammer. No notes, no choir notes, no sofa notation can take it. Until you turn the lyrics into hammer. Until you turn it. That's why when you come to church, you should come as a serious student. As a serious student, who, who wants to have all his exam passed? God says, put on the whole, so that you may be able to start again the wires. That there are different wires. If you, if you defeat the one for yourself, your children are coming. They come their own with different versions. They, they can throw you a faith up balance. You forget speaking in tongues. Yes, you speak in tongues and open eyes and say, are you, are you speaking it? So this thing is not touching you. It's looking at you like this. You speak in tongues and speak in the natural language. You speak Igbo everywhere, nothing. You have to have the armor. It happens to me. I will, I will share that testimony and we, we pray. I can't finish everything. The time I was growing up, I didn't even grow up like every other person. The devil was picking people in my family one after the other. One day, it, the way he takes it, he takes it in a very corny way. It may not be this year and that year. Maybe after three years, somebody else will go. You know, after a while. One day, I, I know, out of frustration and pain, you have to pray now. That's the only thing I know how to do. I went to pray, 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 pray. I said, Jesus. The last one that happened, or second to the last one, that one, almost like dying in my hands. It pains me. I want you to Please take the hammer. One of the reasons you know whether the armor of God is effective in your life is when you sit down like this, what are your subconscious thoughts? What comes out of you? That's one of the ways to test it. What are your subconscious thoughts? When you go to bed and sleep and wake up, there are some thoughts that, you know, we wake up from in our bed. What are they? Are they scripture? Please, these are personal things. It's not about the preacher, it's not about the pastor. It's about you leave. If you get it wrong, it's you that gets, is getting it wrong. If you get it right, maybe the best most of us can do is to celebrate with you. But you are the one that have the victory. It will be credited to you. It will be credited to what you do. We will celebrate it. The world is there to celebrate you. But you have to armor yourself. So it happens one day that I pray, to pray, to pray. The scripture I know and I read, I know and I've been, you know, I was not serious about it. As I was praying that day, the scripture came up. That is the scripture that has kept us for more than 15 years now. I, 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 I use it as in like somebody will take tablets. As in if anybody call me from the village, instead of me to send money, I say, um, open to the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 2. I will send it. I say, read it, I'm hearing you. He would declare, because that scripture came from my 
And I, I saw a covenant of life with this. Ask any of my people, they will tell you. Before, I will say, this scripture, so I, begin to, I began to meditate on that scripture until I came with such audacity and boldness to say that no dead get into my family without my permission. I say it boldly everywhere I go. You can't take anybody from my own family until I permit it. How do you do that? All the scripture seems to be very good. Which one is applying to you? All the scriptures are beautiful. Until it comes as a armor or weapon. Because every time I put that scripture, I see myself standing as a victor. The scripture empower me. I can speak irrespective of where I am. Whether I was hungry, the last time that happened, it was my, my body was tempted. I was, it was pain. My younger brother called me. He was feeling pain. The next thing that happened to me, how can a sick person pray for a sick person? What I knew was the armor. I pick it up. With the pain, I pick it up and I declare it. Do you know that just like we shared, it was a temptation. As soon as I declared that scripture and um, the whole thing gone, me, myself, I was. So it does not matter the position you find yourself in the wilderness if you have the armor. It will correct it. It will make everything you are going through and crying about a temptation like it happens to Jesus. You will turn it. If you're ready to turn it, you have to be serious when you're coming here. Another, another armor I want to introduce is the armor of prayer. Yes, prayer. You have to pray until you pray and pray. As a believer, you pray and pray until you don't know the time to pray and the time not to pray. Prayer is not uh, on Friday. No, there's no prayer on Friday. We come to learn how to pray on Friday. Prayer is a lifestyle. You have to pray every scripture you know. Every of them. Every word you hear, pray it. And these are the lifestyle that is so, so far away from our believers of our time. How, could you, how, how are you going to win? We see how people like we shared before this time said, uh, I laugh. If you are really armored, even if those things about you will know that I've said something wrong. But if you are not armored, you will not even know whether you have said anything wrong or right. There is no problem. Mm -hmm. You will not even know. Ah, it's normal now. There's no problem now. This one I'm saying is even a modified one. Over oh it tight. Tight. Ah! Tight. Believe how? No shishi. Pakam. Nothing, nothing. Oh boy, my account is red. <laughs> yes. These are the traces of an unarmored believer. It's not a teaching. Nobody will teach you how to do that. When you are armored, the armor will teach you. You start placing values on what is important. When I was coming this morning, I... I shared with uh, Mr. Samson yesterday when we were there. I said, why should I, as a believer, will put more attention on what I dress? I could be so beautiful, like, some, uh, sometimes I forget about myself. 
Sometimes I used to ask myself, am I this beautiful? Am I really beautiful? Yes, you need to ask. You are so beautiful until the wires start operating in your life. Because you feel that because I'm very clean. That's how I'm clean. My soul is clean. My spiritual life is clean. <laughs> You're so cute. And I was like, it was a question in my heart. Can you pay the same attention you pay to beautify this, to armor yourself? Can you walk for a month to use the same money to buy materials that armor you on the inside than the way you use it to armor? Can I clean my spiritual shoe just the way I polish this one I'm wearing? Because if you read that scripture, there's a part about shoe, helmet, and all that. Can you iron your soul the way you iron your shirt? Can you beautify those colors that wonderful people like, I don't know. You put the red, blue, white. So many, it's, it's, it's so artistry. And the creation, they recreated. It's so creative. The way you recreate yourself. Can you also do that? So, so that's why I said, sometimes you are so beautiful. And I ask myself, I'm scared. Sorry, not to you, but I'm scared. Am I this beautiful? Because if you are, you will stand against the wires. You will not be deceived. You will know. Please let me check my time. Pastor, give us time. I don't want to go. <laughs> Sorry, I'm coming. Let me check where I'm to stop. Oh, God, thank you. So this is what we, we came to church to do. Forget about anybody. Forget about anything. Forget about anybody. Just forget about it. Nobody's, like Pastor used to say, nobody's important. <laughs> he said, nobody's noticing you. That's what he used to say. Hey, you are like, does, is he looking at my leg? <laughs> is he looking at my clothes? And you are trying to, so the next time you, are, you come to church, if they notice that, ah, why is your shoe like this? You go and look for money to buy another shoe. <laughs> and you come well-dressed and well-beautiful. Okay, I, I'm to stop by 11.30, uh, 11.35. It's not about anybody here. It's about to harm out your life. You're going to, you know, you meet these things in different, and the way they come, they will come in such a way that what you knew yesterday will not be enough for you to handle what is coming today. That's why hearing, the, Paul says, faith comes by hearing and by and the word of God. That's where faith comes. The faith for everyday life. Every day. Every day. Every day. I'll sweep the house of God. I'll sweep it as a soldier. When church is asking people, are you the worker? You, you, you don't know who walk, walk, what worker. You don't have to call me a worker. I am. I walk here. I walk anything I see. If you know, you need it. Like Pastor, you say, nobody should have been in this church for one month or two months without being in one department or the other. 
And you see some people, they will call you, ask you, ah, which department are you? Um, I want to be in temple department, but in the next two months will come. I'm preparing myself. <laughs> I will do it. It's laughable, Abi. Yes. That's as serious as this. I will do it next two months. I'm trying to put myself together. And the devil is, you know, helping you to destroy and giving you opportunity to, I mean, after next two months, you postpone it again, the next three months. And you realize that you've been in the house of God for five years. You're not doing anything. You are not armored, bro. These um, activities that they place in church is what helps you to grow. The word of God is not what you, you memorize. You don't memorize the word. It, it must pass through everything you do. You practice it. They will shout at you, and you use the word of God to know how to live through shouts. Yes. They will kick you. You know how to use the word of God to go through the pain. That's the armor we are talking about. They will not promote you in the office and they keep you in the place. Please, don't manipulate yourself up. Use the word of God to promote yourself. And you will stay as a victor in any, in any institution you find yourself. Because you know how to be promoted. The last time you were promoted is because you know um, one man or the other. What if that man is not there? But those who are armored, they know that promotion comes not, but it's from God. You will know how to be promoted. You will know how to be healed. Healing does not come from drugs. So I, in conclusion, identification and dismantling of satanic wires comes through the armor of the word of God. Please stop using the word of God to cut. It, it does not cut anything. Please. So that you can have a proper attention to the word of God and give it due space in your heart so that it can work things out. You can work things out. A pastor used to say, Lord, if you jump, you come down. But if you grow, grow with the word. Grow with it. Grow with it. Don't jump the process. Don't dodge it. Face it. The write-up I had said that a, a strong believer or a mature believer does not dodge, a, dodge the, this temptation, but he confronts it. The Bible says when uh, Goliath was coming after David, David was going because he has something. There was, he has something, bro. If you don't have something, you can't do that. He has something. And it was so laughable that what he, was, he had was a stone. He had a stone. If, <laughs> he had a stone. Somebody's coming with you, to you with spear, and you are going against that person with a stone. You, like Pastor, he said, you must know something, bro. You must know something. He said, you came to me with spear and with the sword, but I come to you in the name. Oh, glory. In the name. In the name. In the name. Lastly, you've been shouting, hearing Jesus. When you mention Jesus, how does it sound to you? When you mention the name Jesus, what is it to you? When you mention it, Jesus is anybody who call Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. How does it sound in your own ear? You the caller. 
Jesus that you have not used and practiced does not produce power. Till tomorrow, he said, in my name you will. Till tomorrow. Till tomorrow, the name Jesus is the most powerful name ever. The most powerful. No other name. It will never be, and it, it has never been. But the question is, when you call the name, how does it sound in your own ear? If you don't receive the victory through that name in your mind, there is no victory here. You must win here. Like he said, is it here? That's why you see some, like Jesus, he cursed, cursed the, 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 the tree and he was going his way. In his mind, the tree is dead. Other people were looking at it still there. Jesus knew not, no power on earth can keep that tree alive. And he walked away. When he came back, he didn't even notice it. It was the disciple who said, Ah, Master, you saw that thing you caused? It's withered. If you know the name, when you mention that name to that situation, you go to bed and sleep. You sleep. Because you know there is no other name that can give order to this situation to be there than the name Jesus. Who is giving order? But you must. It is you. So, armoring yourself with the word, if you like, put the word Jesus, 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 Jesus. It's not Jesus. It is what you know about Jesus here yeah, that empowers the name in your mind. What do you know about Jesus? Like Pastor Yusuf said. What do you know about him? What has he done? He, could, he has done something. What has he done for you? The church believe, you know, like Pastor said, we have this general belief of, you know, we come, and you can be shouting, everybody just walk away. You know, Jesus, Jesus, I was service, Jesus everywhere. No, you, you walk away. But you realize that when we come back here, all of us, all of us seem to come with different testimonies. You know, yes, it was the same name. It's only going to be productive in the heart of whoever that has humbled his or her heart. And I want us to stand to our feet, please, and pray in the next few minutes as we prepare the clothes. I want us to dismantle. I want you to take it a few minutes and um, begin to reflect. Whichever lies you've been believing before this time. What is it that has been lying to you and lying to me? What is it that has been mocking your faith and lies to you? Calls you what God did not call you. Please, I wanted to. Thank you for joining us today. Your generosity helps us to take this message to the ends of the earth. You can give on our website at www.therefugehc.org. So go ahead and click on the link in the description. Remember to subscribe to hear more messages like this.